The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. We begin in Southern California three decades ago. Two wet souls were brought to this earth, separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black-clad warrior, fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. This is our House of Snacks. Hey. What a crazy week it's been. What a crazy week it's been. Um, what a wild time we've all had. Why a wild time we've all had. Um I I got glasses. I got I I I I don't have my new glasses, but I bought uh a, a, a new pairs of glasses. I went to a physical Warby Parker location. Mm. If you're out there and you're looking for new glasses, go into a random Warby Parker and start shouting the name Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks over and over yeah. until they give you free glasses. It will work. We have a deal with them. Um, we are sponsored. This episode is sponsored by Warby Parker. Um, yeah. yeah. That's the arrangement we made, and that's, and that's how it your, works. That's the arrangement we made. Uh, it may take. 10 to 15 minutes of sustained shouting of the name of our podcast. Yep. And if you didn't get the glasses. Yep. It, it can only be because you didn't sustain it well enough because there were yep. too long a gap because the volume wasn't consistent enough. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So you really want to make sure you enough. hit that. Yeah. Loud. Yeah. There, there's a minimal decibel level. Yep. And if and if you're not at that level at all times, the deal uh-huh. is off. The deal is off. And now you can you can slow down for a little bit if somebody asks you like that's an interesting thing. Can you explain what that is? And you give a momentary pitch about like, hey, it's a really cool podcast about where these two uh insane trans women uh review snacks and there's like demons and shit in it. And then you have to go back to shouting Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks, Diet yeah, Coke and Lilith's yeah, House of Snacks, correct. Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks over and over and over again until you get free glasses. Uh huh. That's, That's the deal we have. Thank you so much for honoring it. Thank you. That really supports us. It big helps us. Big shout out to the folks at Warby Parker as well. Big for, shout out to the folks at Warby Parker. Working on this brainchild with us. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But we've got some snacks today. Hey. 
We certainly do. We certainly do. I'm excited about both of today's snacks. No one can deny that we have snacks. If you, if you see someone and they yeah. try to tell you that, oh, I was listening to Diet Coke's house, Lilith's house snacks, they didn't have any snacks, you slap them in the face because that's a liar. Now, last week, they they may have a point where they said, hey, they, they spent 45 minutes reviewing things other than snacks. But we had snacks. Did we We not? had Snacks. Singular snack. We had but singular snack. As, a, as an entity, the show has snacks. Is all and actually, I would argue that both Vin Diesel and Bray Wyatt are themselves snacks. Hey, that's true. Yeah. They're beautiful men. And uh, I'm not personally my cup of tea, but... Not really mine either of them either, but uh, they're I, still beautiful men. They're beautiful men. We had snacks last week. We did. This week... We got snacks. <laughs> Next week, you know what we're going to have? Snacks. Fucking snacks. It's yeah. what we do here. It's the yeah. house of snacks. That's like the whole deal. I think okay, we people can't be getting probably... into what we, it's what we do because that is a patented Mike and Tom eat snacks bit. Oh, okay. Well, it's what we have here. That's it's true. A, it's the house that was, of well, snacks. Well, that was kind of the thing. Where, see, and here's, here's where we expose the hypocrisy of Michael Ian Black. Yeah. Uh, you see how Lilith just backed right into that whole bit because it's about them uh-huh. distinguishing what they have, what they do, and who they are. Right. And uh, you see, it's nothing. But mm-hmm. us, we're something. Yes. We have a, a building here, which, yeah. by the way, we did not t- consecrate properly. In our last episode. Oh, that's true. We didn't. We did not do that. Shall we do it now? Now, listen, folks. It's not that we didn't do, you know, our prayer last week. Um, Tony, we asked Tony to cut it because the episode was going long. That's That's what happened. That's what happened. That's what what happened. happened. That's for sure what happened. And Excuse if anybody me. else t- if tells you otherwise, yell Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks into their face until they give you free glasses. Yep. That's, That's what you works. do. That's, That's just what you works. do. <laughs> All right. Shall we begin? I, I pledge, pledge my, my oath, oath to the House, to the of, house snacks. of Snacks. I will hold, I will its, hold rotten its rotten walls, walls with my hands. up with my hands. Up with my I will hands bless. Even. I will bless. I will bless its, its fetid plumbing for, for what, what is consumed, is consumed here, here shall remain here. here. I will, I will honor, honor the snacks, the snacks that come that between my lips with fair and considered, and considered ratings. ratings. A, rating a rating is a promise, is a promise. and like Bruce Willis, it is unbreakable. I will not, I will not eat if I shall not eat. I will not buy if I shall not buy. And I will leave only when the keeper bids it. Amen. Amen. We said a, a, amen the same way that time. And that's fun. It's fun. It's funny that you said it a completely different way last week, but we did mean? have it. That's true. I said it a way that episode. no one's ever heard before. That no one's ever heard and is also kind of like like if you heard it, you would go mad, which is why I'm acting the way that I am this week. Same uh, here, because I also I heard it when I said it. I don't yeah. know what came over me. Uh huh. Maybe it's the same entity that does the snack descriptions. I don't uh-huh. know. Should we do Pandora Flakes first because it's a breakfast time snack? Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do it. 
Kellogg's is damn proud to celebrate the release of 20th Century Studios' Avatar The Way of Water in theaters now. With a variant on Frosted Flakes that's as sure to dazzle and delight you as much as the breathtaking frontiers of Pandora. The cereal consists of Frosted Flakes' classic sugar-dusted flakes of cornmeal with added orbs, blue in color and blueberry in flavor. We hope this cereal fills your heart and gives you the same kind of warm feeling you see when the Na'vi welcome Jake Sully as one of their own. All right, so... Um, I, I got that in an email from uh, from Disney. Uh, yeah. So I have... That would be the best way to inform the people about the product. I have... I. I have to ask you a question, Diet Coke, because What's it's, it's kind of what. Have you seen Avatar Two: The Way of Water yet? <laughs> I have not. It's genuinely insane to me how much that I have seen that movie. I know, and that you haven't, despite all of our conversations about how you I, feel about that movie. I want to see it very badly, but here's yeah. the thing: no one will go with me, so it has right. to be a solo adventure. Uh huh. And I love going to the movie solo, but. Right. I just fucking moved and I've been extremely yes, busy. Yes, you did. And so uh, I do feel bad that I went to a movie. Uh, I went to the movies to see something other than Avatar. But uh, yep, I had a friend that wanted to see Skin and Marink with me, and not yeah. a friend who wanted to see Avatar. So what can you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's here's I I, w- I was thinking about I was I was actually posting about this on Twitter recently, and I was talking to my girlfriend about this because we you know. Very much disagreed about Avatar. Um, I disagree with almost everybody about Avatar. I don't enjoy the Avatar films. And I was thinking about it, looking through Jim Cameron's filmography. Uh I don't... It's not that I think that Jim Cameron is a bad filmmaker. Uh It is that he makes movies... He has been making movies that I don't like for my entire life, literally. We had that moment on... Twitter, where yes. I realized that you and I were on other sides of the Terminator 2 release yes, date. Yes, yes. Terminator 2 was released uh, a week after I was born, or a week before I, a week before I was born. Do you think either of your parents made it into the theater before you were born? Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even think the uh, maybe my dad was interested, but probably didn't see it in theaters because yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, and great movie though. First great movie. movie. Aliens, great movie. Terminator okay. One, great movie. Mm-hmm. Everything after those three, did not enjoy. <laughs> I think that you, I, I can see talent on the screen. Sure. The man has an eye for action and everything like that. But all he does is make three-hour movies about bullshit <laughs> that I don't give a fuck about now. And hey. That's a criticism that I can't deny. And I will admit that, like, I love James Cameron. I've loved every movie of his I've ever seen uh-huh. in one way or another. But definitely definitely the ones post-Terminator 2 are the ones I like less. Like, for, yeah. I, I'll say that for sure. Mm-hmm. 
he made Titanic. It made a million dollars, and now nobody says a no million to million dollars. Him. Yeah, <laughs> it made it made a mil- a one million. million dollars. <laughs> and it's it's weird that he would get such such a uh, such to, a blank to, check. Yeah, because when it made a million dollars, yeah, kind of horrible bomb, especially considering what they spent to make it. <laughs> Just un- yeah. an historic <laughs> box office bomb. <laughs> Okay, yeah, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I, get, it, I do get what you're saying. Yeah, it yeah. made an ungodly amount of money, which uh, to me is a million dollars, but to anybody else, <laughs> uh, to, especially to Jim Cameron. <laughs> I think and it, it, it kind of makes sense that I, that I am so hot on the Avatar movies because in a yeah. weird way, he kind of reminds me of the successful version of George Lucas, yes. which is to say, like, I think like George Lucas, James Cameron is not necessarily super interested in stories as much as he's interested in advancing technology and advancing the, from a technical level, the things right. he can do with movies. Right. Uh, and I, and that's kind of, you can see that in the making of the prequels, movies yep. that I love and movies that I love. I say I'm Popeye now. Uh-huh. Um, and you see that in Avatar as well. Yes, uh, but I but I I don't deny that like after Titanic he entered a period where like he no longer had to care about the parts of filmmaking that he didn't care about. Yep, I still I still think that uh, he's as good at the other part that I that I like those movies a lot. Uh-huh. But I, I understand completely why uh, other people's priorities would be elsewhere. I don't I, I don't think it's an unreasonable take at all to hate Avatar as yeah. much as we like to to you know, spar about it. I appreciate that. Now, (laughs) I do think that this is a cool snack. I want to say that. I think conceptually, I love Frosted Flakes and it's basically got little crunch berries in it. And blueberry crunch berries. Yeah. I'm a real blueberry freak. I always say there should be more blueberry flavored things. Uh I I think blueberry ice cream should be as popular as strawberry ice cream. Yep. Uh, I got to move to Maine to get that going, but who wants to live in Maine? Yeah. I remember hearing that this cereal was good years ago. So they they, they must have done the same exact cereal for the first Avatar. Oh, because really? I, I have like a years old memory. Because I remember it being much like the prequels. I, uh-huh. I had an Avatar hater period before right. I saw the light. Um, and I remember hearing that during my Avatar hater period. Right, because I, I think it was funny because I was listening to another Avatar hater on a podcast talking about snacks, uh-huh. and they said that the Avatar cereal was like one of the greatest of all time. Uh huh. So it's 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 a storied institution. Interesting. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. I bung Avatar one cereal to see if I could verify this. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if this is real, but it's 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 a cereal based around Appa from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's I got a Funko Avid, logo on it, so I don't think it's a oh, real cereal. That sounds fake. Yeah. Shall we eat a let's, snack? Let's do it. I just have dry cereal like I always do. So uh, I actually also have dry cereal this time. I, I have tried it with milk already, and mm-hmm. so I thought, hey, why don't I mix it up? Yeah. Um, eating it dry. Uh, I did like it. The the thing I'll say about milk that you're not going to get in my review of the dry version yep. uh, is that the uh, very delicious blueberry milk at the bottom. Oh, the yeah. I, I, can, I can imagine. Whoa! Yeah. That's a powerful blueberry. That's something Instantly. I wanted to do with the dry. Yeah. yeah. Instant, instant smack of blueberry, which I love. The thing I was excited to experiment with eating it dry is eating a flake separate from an orb. Uh-huh. 
And you do, even just on the flakes themselves, you do taste a little blueberry. And I think that's part mm-hmm. of how they, they manage to smack you so hard with that blueberry mm-hmm. flavor. But the blueberry in this cereal is loud and proud. And it's great. It's really good. I'm not going to eat too much because um, I had a lot of sugar today. Fair. Yeah, and when you eat one of them orbs on their own, yeah, it's a deep layered blueberry flavor. Like that, there's so much blueberry that you could, that you can sort of experience uh, different aspects of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And God, blueberry, you're so right. Blueberry is very underappreciated. And I think maybe this is just us. You know, grape is also underappreciated. Maybe mm-hmm. you and I are just the types to have a to have a heart for the underloved flavors. But there are blueberry haters out there, which is unfathomable to me. People mm-hmm. are always shitting on blueberry pop tarts. And yeah. I think that's the best Pop-Tart flavor, but whatever. Yep. Um, delightful crisp. I mean, if anyone out there has had Frosted Flakes, they know what the crunch is like on this. Um, the orbs look identical to crunch berries. I will say they're they're a little smaller than a crunch berry, I feel. Um, mm-hmm. But hey, they still got that great crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it and the other thing I'll say from my from my earlier experiences with milk holds up well in milk. It's a yeah. great cereal. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish they would just release this as a standalone thing so that we can have it all the time instead of only when uh, Avatar movies are in theaters. <laughs> Which you know, well, maybe it'll be a little more. It seems like he's like bat shooting them now. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah it's they're, great. They're, it's great. they're a great cereal right like what what else yeah. can you say they're they're yeah, fantastic yeah, yeah. <laughs> um is a wood by wood eat uh yeah. i don't think it's gonna be around for much longer so you know go out and get it if you yeah. can Find but um, yeah which is also a wood by wood eat from me yeah yeah um now i do briefly want to talk about the box um yeah. let's get into it now here's Here's the thing about this box, mm-hmm. which I think is almost just as insane as all of the things that I have seen on the back of <laughs> other boxes of cereal. Sure. Is that the front of the box and the back of the box are exactly the goddamn same, except with a slightly different background graphic behind Tony the Tiger. Wait, is that That's, true? That is it. I have a I have a little baggie. Let me go. I need I need to go grab my box. Yes, yes, yes. It's on mine. I'll be right back. Oh my fucking god! You're right. I don't know how the hell I didn't notice this until now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I took another bite while you were gone. Um, <laughs> this is that's oh. nuts. That's it's not. There's no fun information. There's nothing. It is the front of the box again, but on one side of the box, it is the forest from the first movie, like the deep forest from the first yeah. movie with a bunch of shit. And then on the back of the box, it is the area of the 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 water navi from the, coastal the second scene, movie. Yeah, the coastal scene from the second movie, and that is. The only difference between the two sides of the box, it is otherwise exactly the same, complete with like the serving size, the net weight. Oh, another small difference. On the forest side, there's like purple tenderly plants behind yes. the bowl. And on the ocean side, there's like uh, ocean plants by the bowl. I think that still counts as they just. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Fucking change the background behind Tony. 
on yeah, one and, side. And also he ha- he just has four he has a forest themed bandana on both sides. Yes. Baffling. Baffling must, box design. I must have just every single time I looked at the box assumed I was looking at the same side and thought <laughs> there was something on the other side. It would be so easy to do. <laughs> I've never noticed that you're right. That's so wild. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bonkers. Bonkers. Yeah. This is not a special box that I just found, folks. <laughs> no, that that is the way it is. Very strange. Um, so we've given it a rating. We've, yeah, we both enjoy it. Let's move on to our next snack. Let's move on to our next snack. I always sing that and I appreciate you doing it. (laughs) Of course. All right, kids, who wants to hear about the dark elves who haunt these woods? Okay, okay, settle down and I'll tell you. It all started long ago, in the 1990s. Back then, these woods were home to a species of friendly elves who loved making cookies and crackers and other snacks. They lived in quaint little tree houses and paid for cable by selling their wares. They were mostly known for their cookies, but I loved the club crackers. Buttery rectangles of flaky cracker with salt on top. The elves loved baking these crackers, and they loved to see the human smiles when they ate one. Then one day, old man Kellogg bought this forest. He wanted to develop it into a summer camp for kids just like you. So he sent his private security guards and had the elves executed one by one. On quiet nights, you can still hear their high-pitched screams as they fell under a hundred Kellogg brand machetes. Rumor has it the ghosts are still bitter. They wander these woods, and if they catch you alone, they cut you into little bits to make meat cookies for the bears. <laughs> okay. What okay. the fuck? Well, because these these used to be Keebler. Cl- no, I club know. Crackers. I know. <laughs> yeah. How did this also become an Avatar thing? Like, well, it's an Avatar episode. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I get it. I get it. I just... <laughs> this is nuts. I love... Also the... I... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Also the Kellogg's episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is weirdly a Kellogg's episode. Uh, now, what is your experience with these crackers? Um, You know, I've had them before, for sure. Yeah. I think yep. most people, most Americans at least, I don't know what, I don't know what the brand saturation is like in other right. places. But uh, they're they're pretty they're a pretty standard snack, almost a house of snacks basics even. Uh huh. We were always a Ritz family growing up, but uh, I my 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 beautiful wife Casey loves crackers. She's a huge uh-huh. cracker head, uh, and and I believe these are her preferred brand. So uh, I, I get yeah. them every so often. Sometimes I'll get the big box at Costco. Uh huh. I don't have strong feelings on them, but then again, I've never examined them critically for a podcast. Well, then I think it's time to do that. Let's do it. I think I think Ritz is a good jumping off point to start talking about these crackers because mm-hmm. it is in the same vein as Ritz starts from the saltine and gets butterier. Yeah. That's the taste. Mm-hmm. There is a plus and a minus to the club cracker. The plus is I think it just tastes better. It is a little bit like taste wise is just a little bit better than the Ritz. Um 
I think I think the butter is a little richer and it just has a little bit better feeling. I don't know how you feel about that. I actually kind of feel the opposite. I think it's a oh. a little uh and I uh, the opposite about butter. I I, I it, it tastes to me less buttery than a Ritz, mm. but I I was actually just thinking that I, I kind of like it for that. Okay. The thing that I think is an unequivocal plus to the Ritz that the club doesn't have is that the club is a weird fucking shape that is worse for making little sandwiches with crackers. Interesting. I think I mean I think the circle is easier to sure. So, but I but I think but cheese sits nicely on, on a club. Cheese sits nicely on a club. This is true. But my classic uh cracker snack is slice of summer sausage, put it on a Ritz and you're having a good time or a pepperoni. Well, sure. And those are both obviously set up for the Ritz because they're all round. Exactly. This, a little bit less hospitable towards that. Yeah, see, I, I usually go for cheese, and Casey yeah. likes these because they're good for cheese, and they, they are kind of the perfect cheese cracker. They are a perfect cheese cracker. And I um, think them being a little less buttery than Ritz, kind yeah. of, uh, you know, it, it helps that because it'll see that flavor shine. I will say, though, you, you did say the butter was a little more rich in these than in Ritz. Yes. And I kind of see what you're saying because I think the reason why I like these as less buttery is because the it's so it's kind of I wouldn't say overpowering in the Ritz, but it's the dominant flavor to the point where you can kind of taste that it's fake a little bit. Yes. Whereas these have taste more like real butter. Yes. Um, in a way that is very enjoyable. I think I think that that is that is what I would call it from there. Yeah. It yeah. is it is a little bit it feels a little bit more realistic, and I think you're right that I, I it's it's the wrong call to say that these are butterier than Ritz. They are just different from Ritz. In in a in a more subtle way than that. Yeah, they're very good. They're, they're very, very good light. crackers. Yeah, I'm, I mean yeah. I'll say it. It's a wood buy and wood a wood eat. eat. Uh, I never crave them, but my but my wife does. And then once they're in the house, I'm definitely gonna eat them. And so yeah, it's a wood buy wood eat. They're good crackers. It's wood buy wood eat here. Uh, I frequently do crave them. I think they're a very good cracker just on their own. I think they're a good cheese cracker. Um, I generally think uh, club crackers are excellent. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you have do you have a, a cracker in your mouth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the thing that I want to say. I want to I want to rewind back to Pandora Flakes. Tony the Tiger is wearing. He's got a he's got a, a bandana. That makes it seem like he would be an ally to the Navi. And I don't think that's true. I think that <laughs> you don't think Tony. <laughs> I think that that motherfucker is on boots on the ground with Colonel what's his name, fucking trying to rip the Navi from their home. You don't think as a as a tiger he would be sympathetic to people who live in a forest and live in he you know as a tiger. Which is a pl- a species native to a dying planet. I think that he is signing oh, up with the colonial marines to help terraform Pandora. Interesting. I don't, I don't know that I agree. I don't know why I have a. I have a, I, this is. I guess this is where I discover that I have an inherent trust of Tony the Tiger. <laughs> I, I think he would be on the Navi's side. <laughs> 
I think I think that maybe he I think he maybe fools Jake Sully in Avatar <laughs> Three into thinking that he's on his side, and then uh-huh. he's fucking ripping throats out for the for the. The, the the whatever the fucking company is that's trying to get all the unobtainium. I think it's the Avatar. U.S. government. I think it's literally the military, isn't it? I think there is also a private corporation that's somewhere involved in it. You'd think at some point in the four fucking hours that uh, each of these <laughs> movies spends jerking around, some of that information would be made more clear, but... um. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. <laughs> it's a. It's not a coherent story. It's a fucking tone poem that cost a billion dollars to make. And um, uh, my counter argument is, it's a tone poem that cost a billion dollars to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have had more? Have mastered Qui Gon more to say? Have you about the snacks? Snack keeper. <laughs> Answers uh, no. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Hey, What's buddy. Up? How's it going? Um, how do you feel about blueberries? Uh, I hate them. I think it's an inferior berry to strawberry. I understand why everything's strawberry and nothing's blueberry. I think that's the correct way to be. Once again, you are somehow, like, ending, like, we, we haven't had that much of an adversarial relationship, and it seems that, like, you're trying to what? piss me off. I don't know what you're talking about. You asked last me my week, opinion on blueberries. Last week. And I gave an honest answer. I didn't know how you fucking, felt about them. You you went off on Bray Wyatt. What do you mean last week? That was 10 minutes ago. Shut the For a half hour ago. You know I don't respect canon. I do still have that in common with my forebearers. Okay. So half an hour ago, you disrespected my guy, Bray Wyatt, I didn't know he was your guy. I was just speaking extemporaneously. And I tried to choke the life out of you. Tried and failed. Now you're disrespecting blueberries. I, you asked me a question. Would you, how, would, how was I to know how you would react? This is how I look, feel look about me, blueberries. Look, look, me, look me in the eye. Okay. Look me in the eye, you little bitch. Okay. And the fucking show before I fucking kill you. Oh my God, so dramatic. Well, goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. The house of snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. Oh, get the fuck, get the fuck, get the fuck. Hey, 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 For more from the house of snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X.